the 20th of September, 2017. We are episode 90. Episode 90. We did it. Guys, we did we it. We did it, guys. We did we, it. We did it. We were here. We did it. We finally made it to 90. Um, we did it. So, yeah. Uh, I'd um, like to take this opportunity to thank my parents for never tuning in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd like to accept this um, on my parents' behalf because they're not here. Um, uh, but first, I want to thank God. Yep, for without yep. which all all things are possible. Up up top. I think I said that right. Yeah, I think you said that <laughs> the, right. The big man upstairs. The, yes. Although, um, although we are on the top floor. We're on floor. the top floor. There's no one <laughs> so there's about us, us, so that doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, well, the big shout out to the doctor, too, for always tuning in. Always. Except she's not tuning in the, to this week. Well, she's, uh, doing pain with always her is a stinking lie. Uh, hi, welcome to the Media World Podcast. Uh, I already said what day it was and what episode it was. All that's remaining is, what are we? What are what is the Media Boat Podcast? The Media Boat Podcast is a show about media. So we talk about movies, we talk about television, we talk about music, and we talk about video games. Not necessarily in that order. My name is Matt. His name is Mike. I'm Mike. He's Matt. I actually described this to someone earlier today. Yeah. They asked, uh, "What are your hobbies?" Oh. Like, oh. I well, got four. That, that's kind of a big loaded got, question. I got four of them. So it's like that's kind of a loaded question. I maybe have more than that, but <laughs> there's four main ones. Uh, so yeah, uh, let's get rolling and right into it. Let's talk about the box office. The box office. That's the movie's box office, of course, over the past weekend. Uh, and we called it again. Well, this was an easy call to we make. it. Yep, because as it was once again number one in the box office. No surprise. Uh, 60000000 51% drop. Uh, brings its total to $218 million Yeah. Domestically. It has already hit $300 million worldwide. Yeah. So, so yeah, wow, that thing's gonna be a big hit. Uh, look to that. I saw something on the internet that suggested this, and I think that they're right. Look for it to be the all-time R-rated record uh, currently held by um, Passion of the Christ. Oh, sorry. Passion of the Christ uh, currently is the uh, most money-making domestically R-rated movie of all time. I could easily see this passing. Yes. Especially with a strong second week like this. And plus it being the only major horror movie in play for a while. For until October. Yeah. Yeah. We have a couple of Halloween releases, um, of, course, of course, because we have to. It's yes. tradition. Um, but other than that, yeah, it has a pretty clean Oh, I'm sorry. There, there's a, a horror movie coming up next week, okay. but it's terrible, so sure. let's not talk about it. That's fair. But we will talk about it eventually. But yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's uh, yeah, I would not be surprised if that is your new record holder. Yep. So, but, uh, yeah, yeah, so uh, number two was new release American Assassin, yeah. $14 million off a 33 budget. Which is actually a decent debut, all things considered. Yeah. For million? this for the, this year, that's good numbers. Yeah. For a movie that I literally never heard about. I haven't seen a single ad for at all. Uh, I only know about this movie because it's my job to know about this movie. Right. You literally have to. But yes. Everyone else, I have no idea how anyone know this exists. This exists. Right. I mean, uh, Michael Keane's in this thing. Yeah, I saw that from the poster. <laughs> yeah. So, goes to show you. Yeah, who knows what that is? But it not number one number this week. That's right. Yep. Uh, nope. Uh, number three was Mother. Mother. The well, Darren uh, Aronofsky. I don't know how you say this because it's not all cats, but there is an exclamation yes. point. It's like this. It's like Mother. It's like the way that um. um uh, Daffy Duck used to say in the Warner Brothers cartoons. Okay, sure. 
Uh, yeah, uh, that's the Darren Aronofsky-directed Jennifer Lawrence joint that, uh, man, disappoints. Uh, um, disappointing critically and disappointing audience-wise and, and disappointing boxes. box office. But no one really has any idea what this thing is about. Yeah, apparently. Because people are super divided on it. Yeah. Uh, that being a Darren Aronofsky film. Uh, I will probably see this thing. Might as well. I might as well, just to see what it is. I mean, I re- did read a synopsis of what it is, yeah. and it, I'm like, what? This thing got made? We huh? might as well uh, briefly mention here that you got your movie pass, so you will be seeing uh, well, a lot more well, movies. Well, well, I will get into that later. I know, but still. So you're going to see these things. We'll get into that later. Yeah. Yep. Uh, number three was Home Again. Okay. The Reese Witherspoon. Yep, with the three younger boys. Yep. Movie. $5 million, uh, $16 million overall. And lastly, running out the top five was the Hitman's Bodyguards. Stay there. Three point five million. Seventy million total on that thing. Yeah, that's gonna do all right. Yeah. It's gonna probably make its money back. That I th- And then stop. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll say I was gonna see that probably see that. Uh, but turns out I'm gonna wait. That seems like a streaming movie to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next week, what do we got in store? Uh, so this upcoming week, uh, nine twenty-two, we have Three wide releases and two rather small releases, but it keeps in commercials for them. Sure. So, first up, we have that horror movie I was talking about, Friend Request. Basically, <laughs> don't unfriend anyone because they may come and kill you. I just want to uh, make a note here. Wasn't there a movie called Unfriended a few years back? I believe so, yes. So, is this the sequel? No, because it's Friend Request. <laughs> Wait, no, is this the prequel? Yes, the prequel. Because <laughs> you got to get the request before this you unfriend them. Wait, wait, wait. So are you telling me that this is the trilogy right here? The Social Network? Uh, the French uh, Request and then Unfriended? Unfriended? Yes. All right. Although it's being produced out of order. <laughs> <laughs> Completely out of order. Yes. Uh, right. Then uh, it, upcoming, also this weekend, is your children's movie. Yeah. Yes. The Lego Ninjago. I keep forgetting that exists because I literally do not care. It exists. The trailers look good. Sell me, sell me on Lego Ninjago. The trailers look good. Okay. It looks funny. It looks but I'm funny. Like, my question is, does anybody care about Ninjago? No. Does anybody know what Ninjago is outside of 10-year-olds? Maybe not. But then again, who's seen this movie? 10-year-olds. And okay. families, though. That's the thing. Is like yeah. The thing that worked, for me at least, for the for first Lego, two movies. For Lego and Lego Batman? Yeah, Lego movie and Lego Batman were at least either... They were, they were, yes, they were licensed properties, but they were licensed properties based on things that everyone knows. Everyone knows who Batman is. It's not very hard. Ninjago, from my experience, is a line of Legos and also was a television show for kids. Right. So I feel like that's a way more niche thing. And as much as the mo- as the trailers want you to believe this is like the first two. I just I maybe, know. but from what I'm getting out, this is that, it's hook? just it's, it's just Legos, but the ninja version of Legos. Yeah, but then they should have just called it the Lego Ninja movie. But no, they branded. But they already have a brand for Ninja I Legos called Ninja. I'm saying is the brand is going to confuse people. They're not going to know what this so is. they would confuse people. That they they would know. confuse people more if they called it Lego Ninja movie. I don't think so. I think so. I don't because think so. there's already Lego <laughs> Ninja called Ninja. Give it the Ninjago. generic name, and then no one would care. Call Ninjago's in the movie. I don't care. But call it the Lego Ninja movie, and you get people to see it. It's the Lego Ninjago movie. It is not number one this next weekend, and that is why. And I am standing by this. 
What will be number one this weekend? I don't know. Keep going. Probably nothing else on this list, but keep going. <laughs> well, coming but, out in limited release. I call it uh, three feet, actually. It, three case. feet? Yeah. All right. Well, coming out in limited release, we have uh, Battle of the Sexes. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, the Emma Stone and Steve Carell. Steve Carell movie of Billie Jean King. Yeah. Tennis. Tennis. Oscar bait movie. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll it's see. A early for yeah. That, but. But clearly that's what these people are going for. And we also have Stronger, the other Oscar bait movie with Jake Gyllenhaal as the right. um, Boston Marathon bomber. Not not the bomber, but he was like a survivor of the Boston Marathon who lost his legs. Right, that guy. Yeah, that, that thing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, not Lieutenant Dan, but Lieutenant Dan. Basically. Basically. Um, yeah, I still think uh, It 3 feet. Uh, I'm calling it. Oh, okay. You want to call it? That? Are you Are you going to go in the Lego camp? No. No. No, I'm going with the other wide release this Which year. Was the uh, I already forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I already forgot what it was. That shows you how how distracted I was by Lego and Jagger. Yes. Uh, what was the th- first thing you said? Yes, uh, I'm going with the, the release of Matthew Vaughn's Kingsman, The Golden Circle this weekend. Oh, that is this weekend. Never mind, you're right. Kingsman's number one. It has to cross 30 million. I yeah. think it can cross 30 million. I think it can do 30. If it doesn't, then R.I.P. Kingsman. That being said, I am kind of weary about there being a kids movie opposite this thing. Oh, you think it's going to eat into its audience? Uh, no, I think, well, maybe, yeah. I think that. Pe- I don't think it will. Because no one will see it, because no one knows what the Ninjago is. It's not about the brand, it's about the Legos. I don't agree, but we'll see. Have you been drinking? We'll I have. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Aggressive. Yeah, you are aggressive today. I'm just saying. I think I just think it's a dumb idea. No, it's a good idea. I think it's a dumb idea. Even it's, if it's a Lego good idea, Ninja. That's a dumb idea. It's Lego Ninja. Just call it the Lego Ninja movie. It has but Legos, it's already a it has brand. ninjas. But there's already a Lego Ninja brand called Ninjago, which I, is why they used it. But I don't care. No one cares. People care. I don't think people care. People care. Ten-year-olds obviously and, care. and parents of ten, Matt, ten-year-olds Matt, care. Matt, you're arguing me this, so you obviously care. I care that they're making <laughs> such a dumb idea or dumb decision about this. About what? About naming this movie. Ninjago? Yes. Because there's already a no name for it. No one knows what Ninjago is. What does it sound like? Lego Ninja. Yeah, but... Yeah, that's all, that's all you need to know. You're not getting my point. Also, there's a cat in it. Is a cat in it? Yes. No, we get your point. We just don't care as much as you <laughs> yeah. do. Yeah, well... <laughs> also, you're wrong. Also, we'll see. Yeah. So, okay. So, what do you want for number one? It's Kingsman. All right, I'm going with Kingsman t- as well. Even two. though... <laughs> yeah, two. 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 With Kingsman 2, The Golden Circle. Two. Even though I strongly feel that the kids' movie will dominate for some reason. Uh, I think that's solid number two. It, if you know what I, I mean. mean. <laughs> Alright, let's move on. Alright, moving on. Uh, we're going to talk about this real quick. I don't know what that is. That is Artemis Fowl. You are not a 10 year old boy. No, I'm definitely not. Because no. I don't know what an Artemis Fowl is. What's that? It's about a 10 year old boy. Yeah, but what is it? It's like based on a book or something? That is a book. That is literally the cover of a book right there. Art sales book? Okay. Yes. What? I don't know. Matt, you have been drinking. <laughs> I had A beer. Also, 
<laughs> what is Artemis Fowl? Was when was this book released? A while. A ago. while ago, yeah. Was it like when there are eight books in the series, Matt? When, when were we like kids or were we like yeah. early yes. kids? No, we were kids when this thing came out. Really? Yes. Yeah. How come I've never heard of this? Because Harry Potter. Yeah, probably. So this would have been in the scholastic. Uh, this would have been the scholastic uh, book fair thing. Yes. All right. I don't remember it. It was know. right there, next to. Was it next to Aragon? No, it was next to uh, Liberty Snicket. Why are you laughing? Yeah, about yeah. Aragon. Liberty Snicket. Don't laugh about Aragon. I just remember Aragon as being that book with the dragon on it. Yes, because dragons are awesome. Not as cool as unicorns. <laughs> dragons are better. Anyways. Than Whatever. My Little Pony, everyone. Yeah, My Little Pony's pretty cool, guys. It's alright. Dragons are pretty cool, too. If you ever wondered what the brony looks like, here you go. I don't know. I don't represent that brand anymore. <laughs> well, would you be interested in an Artemis Fowl movie? I don't know what Artemis Fowl is, so no. So, yes. <laughs> well. Tell me what Artemis Fowl is. Artemis Fowl what is described Artemis as Die Hard with Fairies. Die Hard with Fairies. Wait, that sounds way more awesome than it probably actually is. I want to see Die Hard with Fairies. Yes. Well, the title, uh, the title character, Artemis Fowl, is yeah. a 12-year-old fairy. criminal mastermind who kidnaps a fairy because times are tough. <laughs> also, he's like a like a kid genius. Okay. Also, kid genius. Also, kid genius. Yes. Uh, this is being directed by Kenneth Bragnaugh, who really? made Thor, Cinderella. And the upcoming Murder on the Orient Express. Okay, sure. This is being produced by Disney. Okay. Who already has a release date of August 9th. Let me guess. Disney wants this to be their next big franchise. Yep. And they think Artemis Fowl is going to stick? Yep. Alright. Is there any, like, reference for this? There's like, eight books in the series. I know. That doesn't answer my question. I yes. don't care how many books they read. There's a following yes, for this. Yes. So there is, like, because I don't know if I've ever heard anyone talk about Artemis Fowl until just the second. Well, you're special. Maybe I'm just not in the room. Matt, Matt, take off your headphones every once in a while and listen to what the kids are saying. The kids? Yes. I don't think I'm by any kids anytime, and recently at least. Also, I don't think kids these days would be talking about artists foul. Well, not the kids you're hanging around with. No, definitely not. No, over, over there by the wall with packs of cigarettes up their sleeves. What? You know what I'm talking about. No, I have no idea what you're talking Listening about. Listening to damn rap music. I'm, ha- I'm hanging out with uh, apparently the smokers. I don't know. Yeah, those, those know kids that. who listen to the rap music. Well, maybe not in high school. But and the Kendrick in... Lamar and wait, the wait. Chance the Rapper. Not in high school, but yeah, kind of in college. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, you're probably right. Anyways. Anyways, uh... this, is a, this is a franchise that Disney wants to make into a movie franchise. Okay, got right. it. There, there's precedence for this. Yes, I can see it right now. Just not your precedent. Hashtag not your precedent. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, not my precedent. All right. Moving on. Sorny. Sorny. My favorite fake yes. electronics company. Sorny. Yes. Sorny uh, has taken a minority stake in the stolen picture. What? I'm sorry. In Stolen Pictures. What's Stolen Pictures? Stolen Pictures is the production company from Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Cool. Yep. They already have their first movie in order. Slaughterhouse Rules. Rules with a Z. What? Yes. Uh, Being produced by Sony Pictures International Productions and distributed by Sony as well. Cool. Under under this... um, this minority stake, Sony will get first rights in all TV and film projects the studio comes up with. Okay. 
Yeah, so, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Sony uh, distributed uh, Baby Driver, if you're right. So yep. they have history with... Right, I think they also did all three of the Cornettos. No, no, I think... No, Shaun of the Dead Paramount. was limited like, release. I don't think it had a big studio behind it. No. I want to say by the time Hot Fuzz came around, I think they did a studio yeah. deal. I know Universal did Scott Pilgrim. Right. But these are just... The two of them. This has nothing to do with that. Right. Also, that's so, Edgar Wright, not yeah, Simon no, Pegg. Yeah, I just associate them in my brain. Yes. Because he worked with them for three movies. Right. Simon so, Pegg and Nick Frost, who are completely yeah. different from Edgar Wright. Right. But he worked with them for a long time. But yes, so, but you know they've also so gone on they to do other movies. What have they done without Edgar Wright? I don't know if I'm familiar. Well, let's see. Simon Pegg was in Mission Impossible. No, I don't mean Star individually. Trek. I mean as a like group in this like this like this production. Oh, so it's their a production. Yeah, it's a new production yeah. company. The stolen pictures. What does stolen pictures mean? Is what I'm asking. Slaughterhouse Rules. No, before this. That's Nothing? their first picture. Oh, okay. So you made it sound like they were an existing thing that were that someone it is an existing was interested thing. in. It's an existing thing for they a just year. They haven't made a movie yet. They did make a movie. No, I mean it's called Slaughterhouse Rules. Put out a out. movie yet? It's, Sony okay. is distributing Slaughterhouse Rules. Okay, we're on the same page now. I wasn't on the same page a second ago. Now I am. Good. Oh dear. Come on. Matt, you need to stop drinking before you do these, these what? podcasts. I'm not even done with this. That, that's what worries me. Moving on. <laughs> Moving past. To be honest, it has nothing to do with the beer. I was, I was already like this. I had a lot of coffee yesterday compared to my usual coffee intake. And so it I'm like... that much more. It was easily twice the amount of coffee I usually have on every day. Yeah, but it was less strong. I don't know if that's true, but my head has been... My head has hurt all day. Not now you're headstrong. I'll take on. Say I'm gonna take on anyone. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Movie Pass has been out for about two months now. Yeah, tell me about Movie Pass, Mister Movie Pass. Yes, I uh, my Movie Pass finally came in the mail. Woohoo, Mister Movie Pass. Mister Movie Passes. You can see a movie my... at five o'clock. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll see the movie when I want to see a movie. How many tickets? Only one per day. Per movie. Movie pass. Movie pass. Ten dollars a month. Remember movie unlimited phone? movies. No one does. Is that what you were doing? Yeah, that was supposed to be Mr. Movie Phone. Mr. Movie Phone? Mr. Well a movie phone. That's what they called the voice. If you out there know what the hell he's <laughs> doing, you're probably movie too phone. old for us. You don't know what movie phone was? Of course I know what movie phone is. Then, I'm in the movies. Okay? Do you know what the movie I know what movie phone is? <laughs> no, don't act like you don't. I'm trying to act like I don't, but you keep bringing it up. Movie phone. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, so Movie Pass, I have one now. Expect to see more movies. Yeah. Thoughts from me, as I now will basically live at the theater because of this thing. Set up camp. Nice kind point. of. Get a tent out there. No, I'm just going to get a plaque on a seat mm-hmm. for my name. Yeah. Probably no one else sees just it. Not a yeah. uh, also, um... It's been two months since uh, the price dropping off to ten dollars a month, uh-huh. and subscriptions has grown. You don't say. From twenty thousand to now four hundred thousand subscribers to Movie Pass. Damn. The company is aiming for an IPO of Movie Pass sometime by the end of the second quarter of twenty eighteen. Uh, look to go public then. That way they can actually get more financing and afford everyone's cheap tickets. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, they're also expecting to hit. 30 million users, sorry, 2.1 million users by the first year. Yeah. So they're on track for that, which is good. Easily. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're going to make some money. uh, Let's just hope they uh, keep making that 
money. And let's just hope they figure out how to sustain this and not get major uh, uh, theater companies dropping out. Here we go. The CEO was a co-founder of Netflix and co-founder of Redbox. So he knows how to make money using yeah, cheap stuff. But we heard what AMC had to say. If other uh, companies follow suit, right, uh, I'd be out of an enterprise here. Right, and funny enough that AMC is also looking for um, to looking into their own subscription for strictly AMC movies. Because they want the whole pie they're going to get. Right, because why split? Yeah, why get a piece when you can get the whole pie? Yep. Moving on. Moving on. The bits. The bits. The bits. All right. So, first in the bits, we have Avatar 2. We'll begin filming next week. Finally. Finally. Yep. Which means... Uh, Does it really count as filming when the entire thing's in front of a green screen? Blue screen. And, yes. Yeah, not. So, but, yes. Also, it does. But yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> okay. They need to mocap this thing. It's true. Yep. Uh, Linda Hamilton has said that she will return to the Terminator franchise. Right. Saw that. Yep. Uh... Uh, James Cameron has also said he's willing to come back to the Terminator franchise. Wasn't there a whole thing that uh, if... Uh... No, I'm thinking about something else. What are you thinking about? Never mind. Say it. I was going to say something about Schwarzenegger doing this one, but I don't remember if he's going yes. to. So he, he said he said he is one. interested in doing it. Okay. Whether or not he's attached to it is unknown at this point. Yeah. He said, sure, I'd like to be a, still be a part of the Terminator franchise. I'd like franchise. to be a part of this. Yep. Uh, speaking of being a part of things, Joel McHale... Joins the Happy Time Murders, which already right. has um, Melissa McCarthy attached to it. Sure. Yeah, that checks out. Yep. Um, Liam Neeson is retiring Aww. from action films. Okay. Specifically. No more Taken. Yep. And no more, hey, I'm an old man badass. Right. Because no he, he likes to use his skills for a certain kind of picture. No, The Grey too. Nope. Well, that is until he like desperately needs a paycheck. Yeah. And then he'll do paycheck. Paycheck. The movie. For, for <laughs> yeah. Too. Yep. Uh, Jamie Foxx is set to play Mike Tyson in the upcoming biopic Tyson. Really? Yes. Jamie Foxx, Mike Tyson. Yep. Jamie Foxx. All he has to do is Mike just bulk Tyson. up. I don't think that's all he needs to do. I just I can't not think of just Mike Tyson's face. Can't think of anybody else in that face besides Mike Tyson. So you're saying Mike Tyson is to play Mike Tyson in the no, Mike Tyson. terrible. He's too old. But I don't know. Well, I'll have to see production shots. I want to see Jamie Foxx. Well, who else would you cast? That's the, what I'm saying. Is I can't think of anybody. I don't think anybody who would. Donald Glover. Hannibal Burris. Hannibal Burris. <laughs> I would see that movie. <laughs> Layla Ali. <laughs> she could throw a punch. Yeah, wait. I don't think that's what they're going for. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Ronda Rousey. No, I don't think that would work. <laughs> Let's just get Floyd Mayweather to portray Ugh. Mike Tyson. <laughs> no, never. Ugh, gross. Make him speak with a lisp. And yeah. uh, also, uh, Steven Spielberg, you know, the guy who Heck makes man. movies, will now be the CEO of Amblin Pictures. Which you said, wait, he wasn't already? Yes, turns out he was the founder and he was the head chairman of yeah. Amblin, but now he will be the CEO as well. And it's probably just, he didn't, back when he started that thing, he didn't have time to do day-to-day. Yeah. You know, he was directing things. And, I mean, to a certain extent, he still is. I mean, but maybe now this is a sign that maybe he's going to slow down a It's little, a sign of the times. And maybe get just 
maybe breed new talent in the studio. Yeah. Make that studio a studio as opposed to just kind of like a, you know. Fund fun me. Yeah, just whatever I want to do. Because I mean, it's the gold fund before Spielberg. So in that uh, that book about DreamWorks, uh, the men who would be kings, men who would be king. It's fascinating because it kind of goes into the whole struggle that the other two, uh, Geffen and uh, Kastenberg, had with Spielberg about how he Spielberg refused to do stuff for, exclusively for DreamWorks. He would occasionally do stuff for DreamWorks, yeah. but he would always have this deal with Amblin and Universal. Yep. And so it would piss them off because he'd have these huge successes that he just made over at Amblin, Amblin that DreamWorks got zero part of, even though his name was literally an initial in the DreamWorks company name. Yes, he was the S and the SKG at the so, bottom. So yeah, it's, it's always fascinating to me how like he's treated that as kind of his own kind of thing on the side. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is him. It's being, like Disney and Miramax. Yeah, well, it wasn't then. Was and then wasn't. Uh, yeah, it's like it's kind. Of, it's interesting to see him do this because it means like, oh, maybe he's actually going to use that as a proper studio. Maybe breed new talent. Maybe use that as a thing that's not just a vanity project for him. So no, it is. Well, still, but maybe not as much for this time. Yeah. All right. And lastly, in the bits, uh, Disney. Speaking of Disney, they had to pay out. Paramount. Uh, yeah, they had to pay $10 million to Paramount for the exclusive rights of J- one J.J. Abrams. Yeah, so this is kind of the backlash of last week's story Yep. about how J.J. Uh, got signed on to Episode 9, uh, Star Wars Episode 9, to write and direct. Right. Uh, That's kind of the side effect of that, was apparently... He still had a picture deal. Apparently, yeah, there was a deal over at Paramount that wasn't done. Right, apparently he's tried to say, oh, but my bad robot production company yeah. is still making pictures for you guys. Yeah. But J.J. wasn't directing. And the deal and was that they were going to have J.J. on. Well, the last thing they did for them was Mish. Star Trek Into Darkness, right? Right. Yeah, he did it Into Darkness, right? I think he directed... No, he, he did Y and 2. Yeah, the Jeremy Lin did 3. Yeah. Yeah, so the last thing he directed for them was Star Trek Into Darkness. Right. And then he did Star Wars. And then he hasn't done anything since. Yeah. But the production company still made Star Trek... Um, uh, Star Trek... Beyond. Three, Beyond. Beyond is the third part. Yeah, Star Trek Beyond and Mission Impossible for them. Yeah, but without J.J.'s involvement. Right. Uh, he's in there as executive producer yeah, because via he Bad Robot. Studio, yeah. But there's nothing hands-on that he's done. And that's what Paramount was complaining that's about. That's the deal. So the deal. they basically had to pay them to be like, here. Here's yeah. The, here's the losses. Yep. Essentially. Here's what you would have made with the J.J. Yeah. Abrams picture. That's kind of crazy, considering. Yeah. But cool. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that they figured that out. It sucks yeah, I'm, that I'm glad DJ that they didn't uh, go to, to legal battles over this. Like, well, he said he was going to, but you guys never really had anything signed. <laughs> Yeah, well, we have they did. Sign. It sounded like they probably did. Oh, yeah, I did. thought we did have something signed. Because otherwise this wouldn't be happening. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. But but still, I think J.J. ultimately made the right choice. He's going to get a lot more residuals from that Star Wars movie than he would over at Paramount. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, television. Yeah, moving on. More specifically, Sports Corner with Mike. Yes, sports. Women's basketball finals are happening. It is the L.A. Sparks against the Lynx. Nice. So, yeah, WNBA. Go L.A. Go LA, go for the back-to-back title. Yeah. Also, uh, NHL preseason is among us. Uh oh. Yep. Hockey. Yep. Uh, I am actually going to the Ducks Kings preseason on Saturday. Of course you are. Actually, go get the tickets for Mark tomorrow. 
But yeah, we're gonna see Bart. It's Spades. so hot in here right now. I think that being a hockey uh, arena would actually be good. Yeah. <laughs> also, this we're up, upcoming to the last week of baseball. So yeah. um, pay attention to your teams because they may or may not make the playoffs. Looks like Thank goddamn Angels. Yeah, looks like Angels aren't going to. Uh, they're only a game and a half behind in the wild card. But we'll see. But they're facing the Indians right now. And they yeah, gotta face the A's. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. Yep. And then uh, football is happening on football. Football continues. Yep. Is this going to be week four? Right? Week three? Three. Week three. Yeah, week three. Yep. So, yeah, keep an eye on your teams. Yep. Moving uh, on. Ma- ma- make those trades and make those um, waiver wire moves. Deals. Moving on Deals. to the big story uh, this past weekend. Okay. The Emmys happened. The Emmys did happen. Lots of stuff happened. Yeah. Wow, we watched the Emmys. We actually got our predictions on the site, mediaboatpodcast.com. You can see actually how right and how wrong we were in each category. About 50%. We actually did okay. We, we kind of erred towards 50%. I got one more than you did. Right, this, this, isn't like, yes, this isn't like the Oscars where we're usually like 70% right. No, this was not as, this was more of a crapshoot. Yeah, especially because uh, there was no Game of Thrones this year. There was no easy winner. That yeah. was the thing that was interesting. I think the takeaway this year was that it was kind of an equal opportunity show. Yeah. Nothing swept, really. I mean, the closest to a sweep you got were that was uh, a, Handmaid's Tale. And San Junipero. Uh, and, yeah, well, I mean, in what it was nominated for. Yeah, what it's nominated for. Uh, but yeah, um, so yeah, big winners were, like I said, Handmaid's Tale took drama. Yes. Beep took it's another, yet another comedy trophy. Um, so got, did Julia Louis-Dreyfus take Louis another comedy trophy. That is her sixth consecutive Emmy. Yes, Donald Glover, big surprise winner. Uh, one yes. for both actor in comedy and... Director. Directing for his show Atlanta. Right. Which was a cool... Also, uh, notable winners, uh, Master, Master of Nuns, Nuns, Aziz Ansari, and uh, Lena, I forget her last name, um, One for, thanks. for writing the episode of Thanksgiving in right. season two, uh, which we called. 100% yes. Called that. Soon, after after ready, that so. thing aired, after we saw it, we're like, yeah. okay, there's your Emmy. I'm shocked that they didn't get a nod for directing as well, because yeah. I, I really liked the directing in that show, too. Right. Which, which they even mentioned in, the, in their speech that... Yeah. The writing would be nothing if no. you if you didn't see what it, it what it all meant. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough because that that show is so much of some of its parts, which is ironic for the name Master of None. Yes. Um. Uh, yeah. It's 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 just yeah. But the writing for that episode, I'm glad that it got honored. Um. But yeah. Other than that, there was also a, a Big Little Lies big winner for the night, uh, with uh, Nicole Kidman taking taking home. And Emmy for supporting. Yep. Uh, but also, yeah, taking the limited series. That's on HBO if you want to catch up with that as well. Handmaid's Tales on Hulu if you want to see that. And Beeps uh, on HBO. Yes. So, yeah, um, you can catch up on all that TV that won those fancy trophies. Yep. Uh, you can also see well, who won and our picks on our website, yep. mediabopodcast.com. Dot com. All right. That's done. That's out of the way. Moving on to nachos. I love nachos. I mean, wait. No, that's not nachos. That's narcos. Yes, narcos. So, uh, the other big story out of Hollywood this past weekend uh, actually came from Mexico. How dare. As the Mexican location scout, Mr. Carlos Munoz Portal. That's a great name. Yeah. Is no longer here with us. Aw. He was shot to death. In a violent region in central Mexico while scouting for season four of Narcos. That's not good. His credits include Sicario, Spectre, Apocalypto, and Fast and Furious. Hmm. 
Uh, Netflix has issued their condolences to his family, but the facts surrounding his death are still unknown as authorities continue to investigate. Mm. So season four of Narcos was supposed to explore the origins of the Juarez cartel. Yeah. Uh, but this could raise doubts as to whether production will even continue in Mexico or if it will move back to Colombia where the first three seasons have been located. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. That's very abrupt and kind of depressing. Oh, it's super depressing. Yeah. But, I mean... The fact that you know you shot off doing your job, right? And just casting of anything, you know? No, no, no. This is a location scout. Still, well, yeah, you're casting the location, I guess. Yeah, yeah, right? cast. Yeah, you're right. I did use the right term. Yes. <laughs> Netflix. Yep. Uh, moving on. Speaking of Netflix. Yep. As we always are. Yes. Um, they lost out on the Emmys. They really, really did. Yep. Just complete, just ignored. Uh, this, uh, funny enough, during the Emmys, Netflix released, Netflix is a joke, their, uh, video, online video, yeah. explaining that, hey, we're going to move it to a comedy center now, as we already knew they were going to. Yeah, just, uh, it's kind of like a, a way to market all of their, um, upcoming comedy specials. Right, it was super tongue-in-cheek because they yeah. used their, their own, uh, shows. Netflix shows, or Netflix branding. And then plugged in the comedians into it. Yeah, it was all—it was cute. Yeah. It was all right, but That's yeah, uh, looking forward to uh, those specials though. Some of them yeah. should be pretty good. Uh, some of them have to be good, as Netflix has spent one hundred million dollars on the two Seinfeld uh, specials and the rights to comedians in cars getting coffee. That's to understand I mean. how big that is, that is the entire budget of. Game of Thrones season six. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. So for one season of Game of Thrones, you get two comedies plus comedians and cars getting coffee. The rights to it. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> uh, also, Netflix has wrapped production on Jessica Jones season two, and they released the first trailer for The Punisher online as well. So Marvel fans, there's stuff out there for you. It's coming. Coming. It's out there. It's here. Continue to watch the Defenders. Check it out. Yep. And that brings us to SNL. Oh, another big winner. Yes. So, uh, SNL took home an Emmy for uh, Best uh, Variety Sketch Series. Uh, they won nine of the 22 Emmy noms. And uh, Kate McKinnon. Yes. Wow. Alec Baldwin won. Kate McKinnon won. Dave yep. Chappelle won. Right. And they also won for directing and writing and uh, outstanding comedy variety series. Yep. Uh, but the news of SNL includes also not only that, but they will actually continue its live simulcast. Good. That they did at the end of last season. Awesome. Meaning us here on the West Coast will get the live, we'll get a live show, show on 8.30 and then the, re- the rebroadcast at 11.30. This is good for two reasons. One, I don't like staying up that late. And two, yep. I get to see it live. So it's a win-win. Yep. Uh, last season averaged 11 million viewers per episode. And we'll just note again that SNL will premiere on September 30th yeah. with host Ryan Gosling and musical yes, guest Jay-Z. Jay-Z. So yeah, look yep. forward to that. And look forward to what not to look forward to. Okay. As things got canceled. Cancellations and renewals. Yep. Uh, atypical, uh, that ne- new Netflix show. Yes. Gets a 10 episode second season. Sure. Okay. The Daily Show uh, with Trevor Noah. 
extended to uh, 2022. Yep. Uh, kidding. It's a is a will be a 10 episode se- comedy series directed by Michael Gondry, starring Jim Carrey. Yes, and the, the two of them hadn't uh, teamed up since uh, Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind, right? Right, and this will be on Showtime. Sure. Congratulations to you guys on Showtime. Uh, also, Stitchers gets canceled after three seasons on Freeform. I didn't even know that was a show. It's <laughs> a longer show. Also, The Deuce on HBO will get a second season. Right. All right, and uh, time for our untimely deaths. Okay. We have Grant Hart, age 56, singer-songwriter of uh, Turn On The News, and some band I cannot pronounce. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We also have Harry Dean Stanton, age 91, actor. Right. In Alien, The Green Mile, Big Love, so on, etc. He was one of those character actors who was like in everything. Yep. You had that moment, it's like, hey, it's that one guy. Yep. He, He was one of those. Yep. But yeah, it did good, pretty good work. Yep, started some pretty good movies there too. Yeah. And also we have Jake LaMotta. Yeah. Age 95, boxer. And if that name sounds familiar, it's because he's the inspiration for the Martin Scorsese film Raging Bull. Right, yes. Yep. He is that Jake LaMotta. That guy. LaMotta. All right. Moving on to yeah. the games. The video games. The games, the games. of the video variety. All right. We have four video games this week. For video games, we got Microsoft news. We do. Uh, this time, not about the Xbox One X or oh. anything like that. No, but it's close. Yeah. So, um, head of Xbox, actually, yes. Phil Spencer. Mr. Phil Spencer. Uh, has been promoted to Executive Vice President of Gaming. This new title means that he will now report directly to Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella. Mm-hmm. As a member of his ex- executive leadership team, because uh, before he was actually reporting to the executive vice president of Windows and Devices Group, Terry Meyerson. Yeah. But now they will instead work closely with that group instead of under its management. Hmm. Uh, fun fact about Phil Spencer: he started off as an intern. Yeah. Back in 1988. Yeah, I can't believe that. Yeah. Uh, nearly what? 20, 30 years. Yeah. Almost 30 almost years 30 later, years yeah, almost 30 years later, he's like the right-hand man there at uh, Microsoft. Is that is this, a, is this a story about kids stay at your job for 30, 30 years, even if it seems like it's getting you nowhere? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Sort of. Although, then again, the 80s were a very different time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, good for him, I think he's done pretty good with Xbox. I think he's turned the ship for the Xbox One in a really positive direction in the last few years. The X has a lot of heat on it. Whether or not it'll be the big success that they need it to be, I don't know. As long as he gets his teams whipped into shape and that they get into actual development of Mm -hmm. some games, then maybe I'll feel really good about him. But overall, though, I'm actually... He's like one of those guys that I don't don't hate him. He knows who he's talking about. (laughs) He has some development experience, so he can talk the talk. Talk the tech. He can really talk the tech. He can and so he's one of the more impressive guys that they've had ahead of Xbox in the past years. And I've, we've seen a lot of heads of Xboxes in the past. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I think that it's cool that he's getting a, a seat at the table uh, where he can actually 
talk to this directly to the CEO and stuff. That's pretty cool. Yep. Good for him. Yeah, good, good for him. Good, uh, good, could be a good thing for Xbox, Should, too. Could be a good thing. Although, it's interesting that they're doing this pre-X launch and not post-X launch. I wonder whether it'll make a difference. I don't think it'll make a difference. Okay, because I don't know. They're banking a lot on this thing. Yeah. And what if it fails is kind of the question, right? Um, uh, well, according to all the pre-orders they have, this thing won't fail. Again, though, we don't know if they're inflating those numbers. We don't know where those numbers are coming from. Right. So we have no idea until that thing comes out. Yep. So we will see. Speaking of things that are out, speaking of numbers. Sure. The NPD department. Oh, man, I miss NPT, NPD numbers. Yep. There so, was a day, and it's not like this anymore, but there was a day back like 10 years ago, the NPDs, yeah, NPD used to actually release real-time actual sales numbers for games and consoles every month, and it was beautiful. They since do not do that. <laughs> yes, but we do have numbers for the latest month. We do. Yes. But not 100% complete. It doesn't include like stuff like Walmart, apparently, which is weird, and it doesn't include digital downloads. So these are limited information. I think that's fun. Yeah. Because ugh, the Switch, Nintendo Switch, has now been the top-selling console in the yep. U.S. for four of the six months since its launch. That's right. The Switch has only been out for six months. Yep. And it's beaten Xbox PS4 two months in a row. Uh, yep. Uh, it, it is considered the best-selling console of the past month, that being August. And it's only been beaten by the PS4. In May and June, yeah. Uh, the currently the best video game selling of the past month, Madden eighteen. Yeah. No shocker there. Yeah. But always is the reason they I put that ahead is because of the game that was in second place. Okay. Take a guess what was in second place? Uh, Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. No. 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 Oh. It's a game that's been out for a while now. Grand Theft Auto 5. Yes. Because it never stops selling. That's the thing that's perennial. Yes. The Grand Theft Auto games like have such long legs, it's ridiculous. Wanna how, how much how long its legs are? I don't know. You're asking me impossible prediction powers. GTA 5 is now the best-selling game of all time in terms of revenue and track unit sales. Okay, yeah. Though, again, track unit sales is key here. Yes. Because we don't know how much uh, they've had in digital downloads and everything. Because the console for, uh, uh, holders are the only ones that have that access to that data. All right, and this is across multiple consoles. Right. So, and this is, yeah, previous generation and current generation. Right, because this thing came out four years ago on the PS3 and Xbox 360. Right, you have to keep in mind, this crosses a border here. So it's not even kind of fair, really. Right, because you got everyone who bought it for the PS3 Combined. and then rebought it for the PS4. Yeah, and PC release, right. and yeah. Yeah, so of the 49 months since its release, it has been in the top 10 41 of those months. I believe it. So only in eight months was it not in the top 10, which is impressive for any game. It is impressive. I'll give it that. Yep. Uh, so congratulations to Rockstar for making a stellar game that everyone wants to own. I guess we continue to want to own. Yeah, I guess GTA Online is a monsters from. It's them. actually been really successful for them. Yeah, they make like a hundred million dollars a month on that thing. It's yep. crazy. It's insane. Yeah. All right, and moving on. Well, it's uh, some esports gaming news here. 
I don't think that's actually Dota. The song's about Dota, dude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Anyways. Yeah, Dota. Yes. Anyway, Steam released its Pro Circuit for the Dota 2. Uh, Dota Pro Circuit uh, for the 2017-2018 year. And it will feature 11 majors and 16 minors uh, tournaments that will offer qualifying points to determine the eight <laughs> direct invites to the international championship. All right. Minor prize money ranges from three hundred thousand to four hundred thousand, while major tournaments will have a major prize. Will have <laughs> a prize a prize range of one million dollars, with cool. a total of seventeen million in total prize pool money. Cool. Uh, so that will take place through the end of this year into next year, and then we will for the next eight months. So there's money in there in their donors. Yeah, there's uh, money to be made don't playing wish, video games. Don't you wish you were really, really good at MOBAs? No. You'd get a piece of this money. No, I wish we were really, really good at doing this. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, but we're not going to make a million dollars doing this, I can tell you right now. Not with that attitude. Not with that attitude. <laughs> All right, that brings us to our last bit of news here. Yeah, Sony again. The only reason I put Sony up here is because I didn't want to put up Tokyo Game Show. Oh, sure. But basically, basically our Tokyo Game Show slot. Yeah, that's uh, if you don't know what Tokyo Game Show is, it's the annual game show that takes place in Tokyo, but in Japan. Yeah, that's basically it is. Yeah, come run, CJ Crow. But yeah, uh, it's happening. Yep. Uh, the only reason Sony is up here because they have the only press conference that went. Yeah, it's traditionally not a big show for the other two uh, console holders. Nintendo, no, because they do the directs now, right. which is why they just had one. And uh, Microsoft, no, because they're mostly uh, American, Europe. They don't really have a lot of business in Japan. Right. So, Sony, being, Sony uh, which yeah. is the big Japanese player here. Yes, because they literally make Japanese exclusives. They do. And uh, looking forward to seeing what comes out of this show. Yep. Uh, uh, there's probably a um, high percentage of something from From Software, uh, whether it be a Souls sequel or a Bloodborne sequel or something related to that universe. I would bet this is where we, we hear that announcement. Uh, yes, but no, because they already had their conference, press conference. Yeah. And so we already know what they already said. Oh, they already do. Okay. Like I said, they already had their press conference. Well, I mean, it's not going to happen at Sony's press conference necessarily. I'm just saying at the show. All right. It's still a chance that they could do it outside. I doubt it. We'll see. But anyways, uh, Sony uh, had their press conference and revealed from Square Enix a new game okay. called Left Alive. Being described as a survival action shooter okay. uh, that features characters, character designs by Metal Gear creator Yuji Shinkawa. Okay, sure. We also have Monster Hunter World. Yes. It's a release date of right. January 26, 2018. In Japan. Right, in Japan. And there will be a special Monster Hunter themed PS4 Pro console okay. to go with it. Sure, why not? Uh, the Shadow of the Colossus remake for the PS4 trailer. Uh, was released with new visuals and updated controls. Cool. Final Fantasy IX will be released for the PS4. Yeah. Sorry, not will be released. Has been released. It is currently available to download on the PlayStation Network. Now with HD cutscenes and HD character models. Makes sense. They've done the same for 7 and 8, so it's only logical that they continue down the line. Yep. Uh, Final Fantasy XV protagonist, Noctis, will join the Dystadia Final Fantasy NT game. Sure. Uh, and lastly, Japan Studios' VR Music Festival was revealed, which features various Sony Japan Studio franchises, including Toro and Gravity Rush. 
Sure. Uh, will be released September 20th okay. of this cool. year. Yep. Uh, a little bits of news um, that I have um, just off the top of my head. Go ahead. I saw a tweet um, before we recorded about uh, former Oculus CEO Palmer Lucky. Oh, yes. Uh, ousted dramatically. Um, speaking of Tokyo Game Show, he will be on stage with, get this, HTC and their Vive. Wait, are they com- are they competitors? Yes, they were. But Palmer Lucky, you have to keep in mind, no longer an employee or related to Oculus as a company. Right, because so he, he got is a he, free agent now. Right, he got he got let go after the whole uh, lawsuit happened. So he said it will be something interesting. Um, me, I couldn't care care less. The guy is a total douchebag, but. We'll see what happens. Yeah. It could be interesting to see if he, he joins on with them or whether it's just kind of a publicity stunt to get people have goodwill again for him again. Or Fisher Tip coming up on stage and saying, Hey, I've worked with both technologies. Five is better. Take my word for it. Ha! That'd be really funny. It kind of reminds me of that one year at E3 where Sony had um, Gabe Duel of Valve on stage. Yeah. Basically to be like, Yeah, I know. I said PS3 sucked. Here, play every game on the PS3. Right. Which is super... Awkward, and I didn't buy was, it. Was that, just, uh, was that just Diablo 4? No, that was Diablo for, uh, they brought Portal 2. Oh, they yeah. said there was going to be exclusive stuff for Portal 2 on PS3. Uh, yeah, that was that. Okay. Because, yeah, Valve had cracked on on uh, PS3 prior to that. Right. They made a big deal about how they didn't like Sony platforms. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see what comes out of that, if anything. But, uh, yeah, that's all I have to add. Video James. Alright. Well then tell me what do you have to add on music and the billboard? Well, guess what? It's billboard time. Your hot one hundred singles a little bit shaken up this week. Shaking uh, up. Unfortunately. Shaking up. Unfortunately, the big story this week was supposed to be that the number one spot was going to be taken over by somebody not Taylor Swift. That did not happen. Taylor Swift remains at number one with look what you made me do. The one that should have been number one this week, number two, Bodak Yellow Money Moves by Cardi B. If Cardi B had made number one this week, it would have been history in the making because she would have been the highest charting um, uh, female um, black rapper of all time. Okay. If she had made that. But sure. she did not. And so another week to see whether that happens. Number three, however, is a news story. 1-800-273-8255. Your suicide hotline. Logic featuring Alessia Cara and Khalid becomes the highest charting single named after a phone number. Suck it, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> number four, Despacito, Luis Fonzi, and Daddy Yankee featuring Justin Bieber. And number five, Two Good at Goodbyes by Sam Smith, the new Sam Smith single. Oh, okay. Uh, debuting in the top five this week. Your Billboard 200 for albums, as this ad disappears. Uh, number one, debuting at number one this week, Life Changes by Thomas Rhett. It does. Thomas Rhett's uh, first uh, uh, first number one, I believe. Right, as his second, second album, album, I think. Yeah. Number two, uh, moving uh, up a little bit this week, Sleep Well Beast by The National. Number three, A Moment Apart by Odessa. Number four, Love is Rage 2 by Lil, U- Lil Uzi Vert. And number five, All the Light Above It 2 by Jack Johnson. Okay. That is your billboard. Moana Watch 2017. Where are we? Scrolling. Scrolling. Over the 20s. Scrolling. We're out of 20. We're 22. 22 this week. All right. And uh, new music releases. We have Black Country Communion with BBC IV. 
which is probably Black Country Music 4. Yeah. Uh, we have Chris Hillman with Biden My Time. Cir- Circus Survivor with The Amulet. I believe the band is just Circus Survive. Circus Survive, yes. Yeah. We have uh, Cold Specs with Fool's Paradise. Okay. Counterparks with You're Not You Anymore. I'm not. We have Cut Copy with Haiku from Zero. Okay. Uh, Enter Sh- Shikari with The Spark. Alright. Fergie has a new album. Yes, Fergie. Yes. Uh, this one is called Double Duchess. That's it, a really good name. It is. Considering <laughs> her so the last but good album she made was Duchess. called The Duchess. The Duchess yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one that had London Bridge on it. And yeah, the one that had all the hits. Delicious. Yes. If you're looking for that Fergie CD and with all the hits. Girls don't cry. Yes, with that had uh Violet Ventimiglia in the music video. Yeah, right. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, that uh Haley Reinhardt has a new Ooh. album with I I assume she got this from a Cards Against Humanity card. It's called What's That Sound? Yeah, I'm sure it's something else. Yeah. But yeah, I voted for her on American Idol. Yes. Uh, we have His Golden Messenger with Hallelujah Anyhow. We have Ladissi with Let Love Rule. Okay. Leon Russell with On a Distant Shore. Okay. Lights with Skin and Earth. Right. Luna with two albums, A Sentimental Education and A Place of Greater Safety. Uh, that new Macklemore album is now out. Oh, right. Called Gemini. There's a song with Kesha on the thing. I haven't heard it. We also have Noah Gunderson with White Noise. Shout Out Louds, Ease My Mind. Sleeping with Sirens, Gossip. The Blow. Yeah. Brand New Abyss. Uh, the Bronx with V. And The Horrors with Five. Um. Well. Technically, they're both V. They're both V. Yes. There's not a whole lot to speak. So, hope you like Macklemore. Uh, or Fergie. The Killers. New oh, album yeah. hits. There's that. Wonderful, wonderful. That's the big one. The Killers. Yep. Well, uh, we also see. have Tricky Ununiform. Uh, Van Morrison with Roll with the Punches, <laughs> and Wolves in the Throne with Thrice Woven. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, not a great week. Uh, got a few handful of stuff. Yep. Nothing really for me, but we'll see. I'll probably listen to that Killers thing against my will. Okay. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, speaking of, do you want to talk about the uh, Dave Grohl Foo Fighters album? Ah, uh, we can briefly go uh, talk briefly about it. We listened to it. Yeah. It seemed all right. It was okay. Uh, only one uh, of the songs stood out to me, and that was Arrow. Yeah. Everything else was just okay. That's fair. And it sounded like a Foo Fighters album. Yeah, otherwise not a really crazy week of music. Didn't listen to anything really beyond that. So. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so let's move on to Lincoln's Park. Lincoln's Park. Yep. Yes, um, are you going to go to this thing? Uh, I would if I was not already going to another concert. Yeah, fair enough. Because uh, uh, Lincoln Park announced... Their first concert since uh, Chester Bennington died in July, uh, but they are playing at the Hollywood Bowl on October 27th. Yes. Literally the day before my birthday. Yes. And I would rather go to this concert. Right. But we are, me and the doctor already have tickets to go down to San Diego for the Mac and Cheese Fest this weekend. Right. Or so that, that weekend, so we'll already be Gorging on Mac and Cheese instead of seeing Lincoln Park. Yes. A terrible, terrible um, thing that's happening. Oh no, what a fate. <laughs> I know, I have to spend time with my girlfriend instead of with Lincoln Park. I know, it's 
mac and cheese. Yes. What 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 fate has brought on me? Yeah, terrible. You know. Anyways, <laughs> uh, the, this uh, performance will feature a quote a number of other artists, and uh, okay, they actually plan to donate their fees from the gig to uh, Lincoln Park's uh, own charity, Music for Relief, uh, One More Light Fund. Yeah. Uh, Music for Relief is the uh, hurricane that devastated Haiti uh, back in 2007. Right, right, right. And One More Light Fund is specifically to the Chester Bennington Foundation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, the band released a music video for One More Light. Yeah. Uh, to honor Chester and... I cried during it, Aww, like halfway through. Of course you did. Halfway through, I was like, okay, this is good. Manly man I like this. And then I was like, ah, oh, shit. Here it comes. <laughs> Damn it. Hold it back. Nope. Just let it happen. Manly man tears. Manly man tears. Manly man tears. Manly man tears. Uh, in two days, it already has five and a half millions and a uh, million views. And at one point, it was the number one trending video on YouTube. Sure. Yep. So, yep. Uh, Lincoln Park has said that this will be the first uh, the first uh, concert that they're going to do. They already have plans to go after this to Japan to start the One More Light tour. No word yet on what's going to happen past those three uh, tour dates that they have set in Japan. Yeah. Most likely they're going to use that as a test run to see what's going to happen. See how fans react not only to the Hubble Bowl. Russell abroad, and then go from there. Yep, and we'll see. Yep. Still no word on whether or not they'll bring someone in to do Chester's vocals, or what the deal with that is. Um, you think they would have like a revolving door of guests? Mm. And other bands have done that before. Maybe. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Maybe get a lady in there? For one of them? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um, that could happen. They could also, I know that there's plenty of... Uh, Lincoln Park tribute bands out there. Right. And I'm sure that they could also look into them and to having one of their frontmen maybe come come forward. Because that happened with uh, one of those other bands. Yeah, I forget, but yes. Yeah, a lot of bands so have done this yeah, before. Yeah, where they lose their lead singer and then they pick up the... Like the Queen with um, Adam, Adam Lambert. Lambert thing that's been going on for a few years. Yeah. yeah they, he's still good. Yeah, he's still good. Yeah. Exactly what you want. Yep. Uh, but yeah... Uh, that's an interesting. I'm glad they're doing that uh, because there's plenty of fans who I'm sure want to see that music from that album in concert. Yeah. They probably for a little bit were like, wait, are we actually going to even get this? Well, right. One of the things I said after listening to the album was, yeah. I can't wait to see this thing in concert. And, well, you still kind of technically can. Yeah. It's just, it won't be the same. Yeah. As the recorded thing. Yes. But, hey, it never will be. But in a way, that's uh, that gives them the opportunity to explore different things with that music. Yep. And so, yeah, it could be it could be good for them. Yep. Um, uh, to, actually, to, ex- to explore and experiment. Yeah, they're actually very hesitant on even doing this Hollywood Bowl show. Right. But they well, spoke else, with uh, Rick you know, Rubin, yeah. uh, a producer who's worked on Lincoln Park's albums, yeah. uh, multiple albums. Famous producer. Yes, famous producer as well. And they said that it's best for them to get out in front of the audience to start the healing process, not only for them, but also for all the fans. I agree. I mean, I think that they're such a name yeah. that you can't just stop it now. Well, also, if you watch the video for One More Light, you can see just how big of a band they've become they really because are. they take footage from concerts all around the world and even like starting when they were like back like in like two thousand two yeah two thousand one when they were starting the tour. It's like what we were saying when we uh, talked about the release of One More Light when Chester was still alive. 
we were talking about like, man, they they're they've become an arena band. They're playing to arenas now. Right. That's what they should do, and that's the next stage of their career. Right. That they're going to become that kind of band. They're going to be an institution. They're like what Foo Fighters were becoming ten years ago, and are you know fully ensconced in now. Mm-hmm. Like they're a they they are an arena band. You go to arenas to see, and you expect a new material to come out every once in a while. Right, and their their songs are generated for the world because yeah. their songs are all around the world. It's not niche to like just like Chicago or right. just LA yeah. or New York. If there's they're everywhere. So yeah, uh, I think that is smart. I think that uh, they should continue touring one hundred percent. Oh yes, I think they should continue being a band. I yes, it's a it's a, a terrible loss, but I think that they can exist yeah. um, on their own terms as well. Yeah. Also, in one slight uh, last note that I noticed uh, during the music video. Right at the end, it did the L- they did their LP sig- uh, signature, yeah. and their signature goes with like a, a hexagon all the way around the order, yeah, uh, representing all six members of the band. Yeah. But as you got to the end, the last one didn't show up, mm. uh, signifying the last piece that was missing, which is Chester. Are they just gonna leave their logo like that? You think? I would like them to that actually. That would be a cool logo. little thing. Just be like have that forever, just missing that sixth. Yeah, piece. forever missing that sixth piece with yeah. the hexagon. That'd be really smart. I think yeah. that'd be cool. I think they should absolutely keep it that way. Yeah. I mean, that's the first time I saw it. I was like, oh. I understand that reference. That's a good reference. Yeah. I like I mean, to keep it. This is interesting because this is not a conversation you can have about bands these days. Right. I mean, bands, this, this kind of thing happened to bands a lot in the 70s and 80s. There's a lot of bands that went through multiple lead singers for whatever reasons. You know, like Van Halen, mm-hmm. like uh, ACDC. You know, you had these transfers of power over from one era of a band to another. This could very well happen at Lincoln Park. It's just it's weird to talk about it because that just doesn't happen in modern Right, I think the last time this, something like this happened it was Sublime losing their singer. Now yeah, Sublime with Rome. Right, that's probably the most modern equivalent. Yeah, um, yeah, where yeah, they did have to replace the lead singer. So yeah, it's interesting. It will be an interesting thing to continue watching too. Yep, and uh, I will. And being a fan, I will be interested in yeah, how that evolves. For sure. Yeah, uh, Condescending Wonka here for everyone. Yeah, what's up with Wonka? Uh, Wonka's just gonna stare at you and be like, oh, so you're gonna do a musical about me now? <laughs> okay. Wonderful. I'm sure. Well, that's actually happening. A Willy Wonka musical? Yes. Uh, well, one, that's already happened. That's already a thing that exists. Okay. Two, uh, this thing will be happening at the Hollywood Bowl. Sure. They'll be putting on a live production of Willy Wonka starring John Stamos as Wonka. <laughs> what? Yes. Why? Yes. No. No, 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 it gets better. <laughs> They'll also have Wynn Wolfhard of Stranger Things uh-huh. as Charlie, and Al Yankovic will play <laughs> the Oompa Loompas. All of them? I assume all of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, concert director Richard Kraft says the concert will include film, live music, singers, dancers, effects, and special guests. So, this thing will be a hybrid of a live stage play with a live orchestra with actual, like, segments of the Willy Wonka and Target Factory film mixed together into it. Okay, I have one question. Wait, can we get tickets? John Stamos? (laughs) Yeah, John Stamos. (laughs) Sure, alright. This will take place, at, like I said, at the Hollywood Bowl. November 3rd and 4th, two showings only. Okay. Yep. 
So if you want to see some wacky magic happen <laughs> at the Hollywood Bowl. Not at all. All right. Not a chance. All right. How about this Hollywood Bowl? All right. <laughs> Mr. Kanye West. Mr. West. Mr. West is a father. Mm-hmm. Uh, has responded uh, to the cancellation to tour countersuit with a countersuit of his own. So uh, he claims that the insurance company uh, had not paid out insurance claims stemming from the abrupt cancellation of St. Pablo tour. Uh, they countersued him, saying that West that Mr. West's reasons were quote not beyond his control, and are thereby denying his insurance claim. Okay. Well, that was the original countersuit. Right. Now, Mr. West is counter-countersuing them. <laughs> uh, saying that they're denying many of uh, Lloyd's, uh, the insurance company Lloyd's uh, countersuits allegations and denying that those are legitimate reasons to withhold the insurance money. Which is exactly what they did. Right. Because they said that themselves that they don't think that they're valid. Right. Even though he was hospitalized <laughs> and had to cancel his tour. This is tricky. This is really tricky because there's truth on both sides, right? I mean, in this case, they, I mean, yes, he did get hospitalized to a certain extent. That's not in, within his control. But I could see also on the legal point of view from the other side, they're probably saying, well, yeah, but what caused this? We don't know enough. We don't have enough information. So this could 100% be something that you could prevent it. You could have refunded the tickets. You could have moved the dates. There could have been a solution to this instead of just called off. Canceled. Right, and so just him rage quitting essentially yeah. his tour. Yes, is the reason for the suit in the first place. So yeah. Right, and Kanye West is counter counter suing this right. because he doesn't want this lawsuit out there, claiming that he'll just drop anything, drop anything because of whatever reason. That, that's kind of the precedent he's set now. Yeah, I would not feel comfortable buying Kanye West tickets anymore. Because I don't know what's going to happen. And the fact that he doesn't even like do anything for the fans afterwards is worrying to me. So yeah, it definitely puts a caveat on that. So I think the damage is already done. I think that's something that Kanye doesn't realize. No, but Regardless, I think that he in good faith should do something either for this tour or do another tour. Get out there. Get with your fans. Get Do shows. Get jiggy with it. Because that's what people wanted to see is you, Kanye. All this money is being thrown around for, for, for the whole purpose of you being out there to do shows for your fans. And, yeah, out there on a yeah. tilted stage. It's like, come on, be on your tilted stage. Uh, be be the, the, everything that Taylor Swift hates. People. Look what you made her do. <laughs> but, uh, we'll see. Uh, that's dumb. Yeah. Anyways, and lastly, in music news, okay. that is Mr. Questlove. Yep. He's going to write a new book. Question mark Questlove. Yes, he's uh, going to write a new book called uh, Creative Quest, okay. which is described as guide, a guide to living your best creative life. Sure. It will be due out April 24th of next year. This is in addition. Uh, this book is in addition to wisdom gained through his own career. Questlove will reveal lessons learned from George Clinton, D'Angelo, Ava DuVernay, David Burns, and others. Okay. His last book, Something to Food About, <laughs> Exploring Creativity with America's Most Innovative Chefs, was nominated for a 2017 James Beard Foundation Book Award for nonfiction. Cool. So, Questlove's writing more books. 
Uh, that sounds cool. Yeah, it sounds cool. It sounds interesting. Uh, be creative. Uh, just like Questlove. Just like him. Just like just, him. Just uh, maybe don't uh, be uh, in support of Jimmy Fallon. But also, be Questlove. Well, he just room shopped Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, literally true. Yeah. Oh, well, that's all I got for the music. That's, I think, all I got, too. All right, we are at 110. Nice. Or 109. Good time. Yep. So, yeah, that'll do it for this edition of the Media Boat Podcast. We'll be back, of course, next week, Wednesday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Pacific here on YouTube, streaming live. You can also catch us after the show is streamed. Archives are posted on YouTube, on our channel on YouTube. Just search Media Boat Podcast. You can also find the audio version of our podcast on iTunes. Just like and subscribe there. Leave us some reviews if you want to, too. Just search Media Boat Podcast. Also, podbean.com. You can find us. If you want to know more about us, go on to mediaboatpodcast.com. That's our website. We have everything that we talk about here and more on the site. News stories, daily features, and our thoughts about the newest releases and new releases every Friday. Box office weekend, box office results every Tuesday. That's every week on mediaboatpodcast.com. If you like it, if you want to see more of it, if you want to put a ring on Patreon.com slash MediaBoat. There you can donate. You can help us out with money. As little as a dollar a month can get you part of our exclusive club where you can get exclusive things from us. We have no patrons yet, so be our first, won't you? And uh, yeah, join on. Little as a dollar a month. Of course, you can do more than that if you are willing. You can also find us on social media. Twitter, we're at MediaBoatCast. Facebook, just search MediaBoatPodcast. You'll find our page there. And uh, Twitch, you can find us streaming video games on Twitch, most notably Tuesday. We will be back with another episode, episode 5, I believe, of The Sanchise, our recurring uh, uh, series where we play Madden 18 franchise mode with none other than Mr. Six himself, Mark Sanchez. So check that out. That's on Tuesday nights. It's not going well so far, but hey, maybe you... Mystery person are a good luck charm, and maybe you'll help us win some games on Tuesday. So tune in Tuesday night sometime around uh, 6 p.m. Pacific or 7 p.m. Pacific. It kind of oscillates. Uh, we'll be there on Tuesday. So, yeah, that's all our plugs. Yep. Plug, plug, plug. Plug, 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 all that stuff. We're good. All right. And with that, we will see you guys next week. Let's have a good uh, Yeah, we're coming up on our, two, our 100th episode. Uh, and 10 more episodes, so stay tuned. Yep. So that's what? Ten more and, weeks? Um, like first week of December, roughly? Yeah. By the end of the year, we will have 100 episodes of this podcast. Can you believe it? Yes. Yes, because it's designed that way. It's just there are 52 weeks in a year. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Thank you for tuning in. Catch us next week. See ya. Or just catch me outside. Bye. Yeah.